This teaching is from City Church Coventry. You can find us online at www.citychurchcoventry.org. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. People swear by someone greater than themselves, and the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that, by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain, where our forerunner, Jesus, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever. Good morning. It's so great to be with you all. I've been so encouraged this morning already uh, by the songs that we've sung, by the prayers and scriptures that have been brought, that God is with us. His spirit is speaking to us. And as we continue to look at what it means for Christ to be our hope, I hope that you are blessed and that you hear his word for you. I want to start by reading a psalm that links so closely to what Carol brought with to us this morning. This is Psalm 62. It says, I am at rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will never be shaken. How long will you threaten a man? Will all of you attack? And if he were on a leaning wall or a tottering stone fence... They only plan to bring him down from his high position. They take pleasure in lying. They bless with their mouths, but they curse inwardly. Rest in God alone, my soul, for my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. My salvation and glory depend on God, my strong rock. My refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is our refuge. Men are only a vapour, exalted men an illusion. Weighed in the scales, they go up. Together they are less than a vapour. Place no trust in oppression or false hope in robbery. If wealth increases, pay no attention to it. God has spoken once. I have heard this twice. Strength belongs to God. And faithful love belongs to you, Lord, for you repay each according to his works. You know, every uh, year as a family, we go to a place called Lyme Regis in the southwest. It's a beautiful place. And as uh, it's on the coast and there's a little harbour area, a little cob. And in that cob are some small boats surrounded by high walls. And there's this time in the year where they have this beautiful uh, 
celebration where they put candles all the way around the cob. And uh, the Lord's been reminding me of this uh, image, and it's a great image of for us of what it means to be in God's presence, to be enclosed uh, and looked after with those high walls that the waves may crash in, but inside the the boats are just bobbing around and they're secure because they're anchored, they're moored. And they can be looked after, they can be attended to and ready for when they're going out to sea. The scripture that we have brought to us today is from Hebrews. And Hebrews as a book is just about presenting us a better, better, better covenant in Jesus Christ. The writer uh, builds his argument and the scripture that you uh, have seen uh, before I started talking is from Hebrews 6, 13, 13 to 20. And that opening uh, opens with God uh, making a promise to Abraham that's quoted from Genesis 22, uh, which we see again uh, before that in the covenant that was made with him in Genesis 15. And Roger has spoken when he spoke on a hope about Abraham's hope in God's promise. This everlasting covenant that we ultimately see in Christ. When we get into the Gospels, Matthew uh, is revealing to the people that the gospel of Jesus, the gospel is Jesus is the Christ and the new covenant. And <clears throat> these two books, we've seen a lot of scriptures from Hebrews and a lot of application from Matthew. And they're presenting Jesus uh, as our Christ and as our hope. And Rogers made this really clear that our hope is in God. It is in him. It is in Christ. And that for us, our perspective needs to be clear that God is for us, that God has a hope for us, that <clears throat> that it is all about our hope in him. He wants good things for us. And this can only uh, be done by knowing his promise. It can only be done by knowing his nature through the oath, through the covenant that he has given to us through his word. These two things that are clearly said in that scripture. Anything else would be a false perspective. Anything else would not be true. It would be a, a, a wonky coat peg. Roger uses that analogy of hope being a coat peg that we can hook our faith on. And if it wasn't the perspective wasn't right, it wouldn't be there. So if we have this correct perspective, we must therefore seize the hope that is set before us as an anchor for our lives. Verse 19 says, we have this hope as an anchor for our lives, safe and secure. You know, this word anchor... Uh, anchor it in the whole of the New Testament is only used in this one place uh, and in one chapter in Acts. Uh, and the way that it's said here is the only place. And uh, we all anchor lots of things. Um, as I was preparing this, I was reminded of uh, the house renovation my wife and I did uh, in Cardiff before moving to Coventry. And I remember this one uh, project I was doing. I was putting up a bay window curtain pole and for anyone watching if you've ever done that you feel my pain because putting up a bent curtain pole into a uh, an old house 
was um, fun. And uh, I had all my fixings, I had everything ready, and I started to do the job. And right now, if you went there, there would be a wonderful curtain pole, incredibly secure. But what you don't see is that I had to use five different fixings, five different uh, methods of anchoring uh, the screws into what was behind that, behind that, this uh, different uh, different things that I was having to screw into, um, and uh, having ourselves anchored, having something anchored into, uh, in this uh, analogy, the house, the brick, uh, is something that has to be solid for us. You know, if our hook our coat peg is not anchored into the wall when things get rough think it might get a bit wobbly and if our hope is correct if it's anchored if we've seized it well that won't happen you know interestingly an anchor here we might have images of an anchor in today's modern world but in that in those days an anchor would have been a large rock or a basket of rocks we have this phrase, rock bottom. And if you want to think of that, in Christ, our cornerstone is at the bottom. Our rock is at the bottom. And if that's our base, the hope that we're going to build on is going to be an everlasting hope. And therefore, our, our base is nothing else but what Christ has done for us. He has brought us out of darkness and into his wonderful light. And this anchor that is at, at the bottom is securely holding us needs to be centered because Christ as the cornerstone has to be at the center of whatever's being built. There was word that came a few weeks ago uh, through Jen uh, about uh, an, a boy like it was in you would see on the sea and that that boy would be on the sea and it would be uh, hit by waves, but because its anchor was centred, it could take what it was being hit by and stay the course of where it needed to be. We sang this morning, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. We need to make sure that we're building right. We're building... Uh, on Christ as the cornerstone and in Matthew 7 we get that story of the two foundations you have one builder who's building on the rock and one that is building on the sand and Jesus is making a, a really clear point here he says hearing and acting upon the words is those who are hearing the word and are acting upon it the fact is that both of them were building a house they were both building something but one was building on a rock and the other was building on sand, which is really fragmented and granulated rock. We want to make sure that what we're building on is a solid foundation. It's according to his nature and what he has said. It's according to his covenant. It's according of what Christ has uh, said and set out for us, what God has set out for us. Very soon after this, we find that the disciples get into the boat, a boat with Jesus, which obviously is an image with anchoring is very uh, poignant. And they're, they're in a boat in Mark's gospel. It says that Jesus is asleep 
with a pillow. I mean, he came prepared. And we see that he's at rest. What we also find out is that there are storms suddenly hits. Uh, Jesus doesn't wake up and he is asleep at the stern. And the disciples turn and say, save us, help us. And he gets up and he raises his arms and the, the waves uh, die down. They're at peace. And their anchor, if you want to say, is was in the boat with them. Their uh, center was in the boat with them. But they didn't seize it. They didn't call, know it. And the Lord said to them, uh, do you still have little faith? Do you still uh, haven't heard what I've said? You're not doing what I've, I've shown you. Jesus says in Matthew 11 and uh, Matthew Ling brought this to us last week in Matthew 11 uh, in the English Standard Version. It says, come to me and you will find rest for your souls. Come to me, all who are heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you rest for your life. You know, uh, rest is something that comes and figures in Hebrews, in this argument, the writer of the Hebrews Bruce, is bringing. Uh, and in Hebrews 4, we sh it's showing us that Christ has given us eternal rest. Bellade today spoke about, he'd been reading Hebrew, uh, Exodus. And in Exodus 6, we get this first mention of God having a mighty hand and an outstretched arm towards his people he's going to draw them out that he is going to uh even the, from hearing uh scriptures from from the uh exodus story that he's being drawn out that they are being saved they are coming into their promised land and i bring this to us because obviously to christ we see outstretched arms on the cross this morning when we were having communion, Matthew Ling said this, and I wrote it down straight away because I love how uh, the Spirit was talking to us. He said, the cross is the turning point in the purpose and kingdom of God. And the reason why I bring that particular is this. The word anchor in this scripture, if you look at the words in the Greek, uh, what it actually talks about is an arm drawn in. That an anchor is, for us, is drawn in to be safe and secure, as that scripture has spoken out. And God's outstretched arm has come in Christ. And at that turning point, he has become our anchor and he has drawn us in, taken the load, made us safe and secure in him. Like Peter, when he walked on the water and he looked at the waves and he was about to sit, he was sinking and Jesus took him and drew him in. We are safe and secure. And the scripture therefore goes on to even say, uh, comes in within the veil, behind the veil. Christ has gone before, uh, before us. 
and gone beyond the veil. That we have been drawn into a place that's in Christ. We have been drawn in. Our anchoring is in the presence of God. Our anchoring is in him. That our anchoring isn't just something that we say in a moment, oh, I'm anchored in God. But it's a position for us of security, of safety, of rest. Now, if that is our hope and it is true of his nature and true of his covenant to us, we forever will be secure. We will ever be strong. You know, as we worship our hope, Christ, and his nature is revealed to us, his word comes alive to us, we seize the hope that has been set before us, and we rest in the worship of our glorious Saviour. I just want to leave you with just those few verses from that Psalm 62. Rest in God alone, my soul, my life. For my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. Let those verses be on your lips this week as you sow hope, as you meet one another have a great, wonderful week. Thanks for listening to this teaching from City Church Coventry. You can find more great teaching and other resources on our website at www.citychurchcoventry.org.